Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life radio show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us today on Power Your Life, and I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here. And I hope wherever you are, you're feeling great. And handling the weather, we have snow here. So think about how you can power your life today. It's re- it's really just about taking one step. You don't have to do it all. But taking one step forward into what you choose to do and into something that makes you feel that you're in charge and you're in control because guess what? You really are. Speaking of being in charge, I'm going to introduce you to a very special gentleman, Danny Coleman, who is a veteran musician, a radio and YouTube show host, and music journalist from South Central Jersey, as the creator and host of Rock On Radio and What's Next with Danny Coleman. He conducts live on-air interviews with a variety of guests, including musicians, entertainers, and entrepreneurs, a regular contributor to multiple print and online publications as well. Danny has interviewed some of the largest names in rock music, and we're going to find out more about that. Artists such as John Oates, Peter Talk, Ian Anderson, Nancy Wilson, and much more have been on... Rock On Radio, which airs weekly on multiple Internet outlets and is syndicated on additional outlets both in the U.S., actually in the U.S., the U.K., and Canada. And recently, the program celebrated its anniversary. So happy anniversary. Is it the 9th or the 10th? Uh, I will be celebrating my 10th anniversary, uh, April the 26th. Hello, Joanne. It's such a pleasure. Hello, Danny. That's exciting. Bravo. Yeah. How are you? It really is. I am doing just fantastic. How are you? Great. Looking at a lot of snow, but other than that, it's wonderful. So I... Our listeners would love to know, really, like how you got started. You seem to really gravitate towards music, and and actually your show has initially been geared towards some incredible musicians. So talk to our listeners about how you started out and what why you decided to do this. 
Well, the radio show began out of necessity, actually. Uh, I was married with children, and I worked as a UPS driver in central Jersey and for 20 years until one day I woke up, didn't feel right, never made it to work because I collapsed with four herniated discs. I had blood in my spine. One of my discs leaked and pinched off all of my uh, nerves from the waist down. Uh, To this day, I still can't feel my feet. So I was faced with a job loss, no income, and I, you know, I had children to support, and I uh, was going through a divorce at the time, so things were not looking real well, so I went back to my love of music, and I chose radio because I had gone to broadcasting school uh, a year or so after I graduated from high school, and I, I finished that program, and At the time, it just wasn't for me, and I thought, well, no time like the present. And being a musician and and a lover of music, I decided, why not? And I started the radio program. And I sold the station, or I sold the idea to a station in South Jersey. They, They loved it. They brought me in, and I started on AM radio in April of 2009. Wonderful. So oftentimes we are faced with a challenge in our life and like you had your, with with a health issue and turned it around like many people have to do to shift into something else that actually allows them to flourish and seems to be geared towards something coming from your heart. You're a musician. Do you still play music? I do. I play the drums and I play Latin percussion, congas and bongos and and things of that nature. And uh, I'll be honest, I was scared I was going to have to give that up when my back betrayed me. But as it turns out, it's been a blessing in disguise. In what way? Well, it was uh, when I was, after my back had given out, I was unemployed for three years and I was living essentially out of my savings account. The radio show wasn't making enough money to pay my bills because it was new. Uh, so I would pick up gigs because I, now I had more time to go out and, and play music. And I would pick up gigs and it would supplement my income. It kind of kept my head above water for quite a while. I scratched and clawed and did anything I could because uh, – that back injury really took its toll on me. And the radio show allowed me to meet musicians and and meet others who were looking to maybe perhaps use a drummer on this night or a, a, a conga player on that night. And it kind of was like full circle. It's a great – actually, so you're right. It, it did help you in, in so many ways. So let's talk a little bit about the show, Rock On Radio. Um, Tell us a little bit about what goes on with the show and some of the people that you've been interviewing. Like I mentioned, just a few of them. What kind of – well, let's start with that. Well, because of the radio program, what I wanted to do when I started the radio program 
was I remember when I was a 16-year-old kid, I heard my band's music on the radio for the first time ever. And I remember the chills that I got, and I thought to myself, if I'm going to have a program, I want to do the same for other people who are trying to get their music heard. So I started it and decided to feature all indie unsigned bands, and then it just kind of blossomed. In the first three months, I was looking for people. I have not had to go searching for people, unless, of course, I have a cancellation, but I haven't had to go searching for people to fill up my schedule because through a grassroots effort, word has gotten out. And through that, word got out to one of our local newspapers who I spoke with, and they asked me to replace uh, uh, a writer who had left. And then I started writing for a local newspaper. And through that, I built press contacts. And through those press contacts, whenever I would do an article on somebody, I'd say, hey, I have this radio show. So most times, those people will call in to the radio show for 10 or 15 minutes to promote whatever local or area you know, show or concert that they have. Uh, just last night, John Ford Coley from England, Dan, and John Ford Coley called my program to promote a show in Pennsylvania at the Sellersville Theater. I've had uh, Steve Hackett, the original guitarist from Genesis, Peter Tork from The Monkees, John Oates of Hall & Oates, uh, Graham Parker, uh, the uh, the Bouchelle brothers from Blue Oyster Cult. A lot of classic rockers, but they call the program and they they talk, and, and they're usually a lot of good fun. They're people just like you or I, and, and it's great. My guests love it because they can say, hey, I was on a show with, uh, you know, so and so. Listen, you know, tune in. So, yeah. Now, do they? Do you ever play their music, or is it just um, interviewing, conversation, back and forth? My show is a two-hour. I dedicate two hours to to one artist, unless I get a phone call, and I try to limit those to even with you know larger uh, celebrity type of people. I try to limit that to ten minutes because I don't want to take away from my in-studio guest. But it's a two-hour program. I interview them. They play a song either live in studio or they will play it off of their CD that they have or, or are about to release or a combination of both. Sometimes impromptu jam sessions break out. Uh, it's uh, it's very relaxed. It's kind of like what you and I are doing right now, uh, uh, Doc. You know, we're just kind of sitting here talking, and and that's what I do. You'd be surprised how much people will tell you about themselves if you let them. Oh, I totally agree. So, what do you find to be the most interesting aspect of? this particular, that you rock on radio, because we'll talk about what's next in a little bit. What is the most appeal to you that keeps you going with it? It's my guests. Hands down, it's my guests. I always said that if I could sell one more CD or get one more person to one of their shows or give them a little more exposure that they didn't have before they came on the program, then, then I've done my job. And so far, like I, as I said, we are celebrating our 10th anniversary in April with a, with a party at the Asbury Hotel in Asbury Park, New Jersey. And 
it's worked just it's great making the connections with the guests and with the artists and having them say to me you know this was the most relaxed radio interview i've ever done or this was a lot of fun or i really had a blast is what makes it all worth it and and i try to on my show i don't discuss religion i do not discuss politics and i do not use foul language they are the only three rules that i have and dealing with musicians, that's not always easy. You know? <laughs> uh, some of them tend to be expressive, <laughs> but they understand that they respect me and that they need to um, do that in order to remain on the program. And there, are, there is no other radio show that I know of that gives one guest a full two hours to talk about themselves, play music. I don't ask anything personal either. Anything they divulge is strictly on them. I don't pry. I don't ask about whether they're married, single, why they split up, you know, how many kids they have, where they went to school or college. If they want to talk about that, that's totally up to them. I just want to know about the music, their gigs, and what they want to tell us about themselves that are going to make people want to come see them as an artist. So what's one of your largest challenges with the show, maybe something that happened over the, these last 10 years? Uh, one of the largest challenges. Well, there's actually there's a couple. Uh, one, of them, one of them is that is getting the musicians who are coming on my program to promote their appearance. I promote their appearance. I send out tweets and Facebook events, Instagram posts. I do all the social media to get them to promote that they're going to be on the show more than a day or a few hours beforehand is very tough. For whatever reason, I guess they just think that, yeah, I'll just go do this and that'll be that. They promote more after the show than they do before the show. That's that's one of my biggest challenges is getting them on on board and and promoting their appearance. The the other one, and I finally found it. I broadcast from a an outfit called City of Angels Radio, coaradio.com. Now City of Angels is a drug and alcohol um, counseling and rehabilitation program, and what I mean by that is. Uh, they're a recovery program. They don't give classes. They don't give you 12 steps or any of that. But what they do is they give you the support to get into recovery. They help people get into recovery who are struggling with an addiction. And if they can't help them, they help the families that are dealing with that person who is struggling from addiction. Fortunately, I have never needed those services. Uh, I've been a musician all my life. I've never done a drug. Uh, and that is the honest to God's truth, but I know a lot of people who have needed those services. I had some friends involved with the program. I brought my show to City of Angels Radio. I finally found a good team of people to work with. Over the years, I started, I've always had great people to work with, but this is the first team from top to bottom where we are totally on the same page. And I left terrestrial radio to go to internet radio, and I've got a, a great engineer. His name is Art. 
and my producer, her name is Claire, and they have my show running like a, a, a well-oiled machine, so to speak. <laughs> I'm the I'm the weakest link, I think, you know, because I'm kind of <laughs> here, there, and everywhere, and and I like to just go with the flow. And uh, they they're kind of like the goalies; they kick me back in line when I start to drift. Uh, and now that I've found that, I I think things are you know it only took ten years, Joanne. What's ten years, right? Well, hey, it takes some time to really perfect it, right? And and look at what you did and find out where the little mishaps were or whatever and, and and get the right people on board. That does take time, and, and it's actually great that you have the right team because that's, that's incredibly important, Danny. So tell our listeners about what's next. I love the title, <laughs> so we'll talk about the title too, but... <laughs> What is that, and why is that? (laughs) Well, what's next? I I was actually the host of a show, One More, and it was One More with Danny Coleman. And it was a YouTube show that a friend of mine's son was was doing. He had a startup um, arts company where he was going to – do a lot of filming and videos and things of that nature. And he was looking for shows for his channel. And he asked me if I would consider bringing a version of rock on radio to YouTube. Well, we didn't want it to be just music and musicians. So we kind of spread it out into variety. And it literally took of us sitting at a kitchen table with a dictionary and a bottle of Jack Daniels to decide what the name of the program was going to be. <laughs> and it was called, we just kept turning pages and poking fingers. And we came up with uh, the fact that one of us had an empty glass. And I said, yeah, one more. Wait, one more. Boom. One more. And so now we had one more musician, one more artist, one more actor, one more actress, one more entrepreneur. And we started to interview people. We did it out of Mammoth Music in Red Bank, New Jersey. And uh, I stayed there for about a year, and uh, we went our separate ways. So my engineer at City of Angels at COA Radio Art says, why don't we try it here? I said, well, he goes, it could be what's next. Ah, you're right. It's what's next. And that's where that title came from. So uh, that and uh, actually my cousin on Facebook said, you should call it what's next. At the same time, he was saying the same thing. So thought that's two people right there. What's next with Danny Cole? Right. So that's how that went. And, you were getting yeah, messages. I, <laughs> I said you were getting messages. Yeah. You have to listen to those messages when they come around. Yeah, once is okay. Twice is, hey, pay attention. So, yeah. So it became What's Next, and we used to shoot it out of COA uh, Studios. Right now it's on hiatus for a little bit because we're trying to figure out what direction to go with it. Uh, we have not shot anything in a, in a few months. We've got some stuff in the can. We just have to put it all together. But I've been lucky there. Even I got to interview David Cousins of a of a very prominent 60s band called The Straubs. We did a lot of on-location and remote things, local businesses, things of that nature. And, yeah, it, uh, it, it it's really neat. It kind of gets me to uh, 
put on a shirt and tie and and look professional instead of jeans and a t-shirt as I'm behind a microphone, you know. <laughs> you know, it's interesting cuz you were talking earlier about how the name came about and oftentimes the creative process, you and your friend were sitting there drinking Jack Daniels and looking at things. That I remember a time when I was with a couple of friends of mine and we were having a glass of wine and one was a musician and we started to talk and suddenly we were making up songs and singing and having the greatest time. I don't think she ever did anything with the songs, but we had a fantastic evening and it was it was beautifully... <laughs> Creatively inspiring. I remember leaving feeling so elated, which is great. So basically, your What's Next show is waiting to figure out what's next, right? (laughs) Yes, that's correct. You can find it on YouTube at um, what's next, uh, youtube.com slash what's next with Danny Coleman. Uh, You could go there and see some of the older episodes. My co-host is uh, Marianne Costello. She was in that uh, for the YouTube program and for the radio show for a while. Uh, You can find that there, or you can find everything that's me, because I make chili, and I, as a matter of fact, I'm in a chili contest in a couple weeks. Uh, You could go to dannycolemansrockonradio.com or a short link of dcroor.com. DCROR.com. I'll take you right to my website, which uh, my producer Claire has worked on and done a fantastic job. And that'll find out all the information about what's next, rock on radio, my chili, our happy hours that I host once a month at the Nottingham Tavern in Hamilton Square, New Jersey. Things I've been So tell me about that. I've done charity work. I might, I might be able to uh, visit which, that. What's that? Which one? Which would you like me to tell you more about? The that once a night, once a month hosting that you do in Hamilton. I I host a happy hour once a month just to let the community know that the radio show is out there, and I bring a musician in. It's a two-hour thing from seven to nine at the Nottingham Tavern, which is located at nine Mercer Street in Hamilton Square, New Jersey. I give away this this past happy hour. I gave away Rock on Radio gift bags, which included a coffee mug, a Dunkin' Donuts gift card, a <laughs> Rock on Radio car magnet, a crooked pen from Foxmore Chiropractic, and a keychain flashlight from Foxmore Chiropractic. Uh, Foxmore Chiropractic and Asylum Choir Music sponsored the event. I have T-shirts to give away. I have tote bags. I, everybody comes in, gets a yellow ticket, free for nothing. Here, take it. If you, how much? I'm not going to be here. That, it's free. Take it. And they take <laughs> it. And they hang out, and I draw. You know, and they have a good time. Door prizes, and they have a good time. Yes. And I get a musician so who gets to play. Let, let's hear about. Let's hear about that chili. Uh, You're not going to give away the recipe, prop- are you? <laughs> <laughs> I should. I should call it the recycled chili because every time I'm done making it, I have a bucket of recycles because I empty out the refrigerator pretty much. Uh, <laughs> I I started making chili. I call it crock on chili, <laughs> and I started. It sounds like another that. radio show. <laughs> yeah, right. 
It's, well, it's definitely a takeoff from my radio show. But I started making chili, and I don't use traditional. I use stew beef instead of ground meat. I use hot sausage instead of, uh, you know, ground beef or turkey. And I use bacon. The whole thing starts off with a pound of bacon. How can you go wrong? It's bacon. And then from there, I build the chili on top of that. And I've actually won contests from North Jersey all the way down to South Jersey. And, uh, so you said you're yeah. in a contest right now? On February 24th, I'm in a contest across the Big River in Bristol, Pennsylvania, that will benefit uh, the One Love Animal Rescue. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It's a Sunday afternoon from 1 to 3, and I'll be over there February 24th at the Broken Goblet Brewing Company. It's a microbrew over in Bristol, and uh, it should be should be a lot of fun. Well, that's exciting. And everybody gets to taste your chili, or how does that work? Yeah, you pay $20, and you come in, and you get to sample all the chili that you want. And they have, they'll have beers there, and uh, there's a hot dog, a local hot dog company selling hot dogs, and all the monies go. So how do they determine out. whether you win? Are there people there judging it? Are there other people making chili or, or how does that work, Danny? Sometimes there's both. You have a certain number of contestants who enter and uh, when there's a, when it's a crowd judging, let's face it, it comes down to whoever brings the most people to vote, whoever has more friends in the area. <laughs> when it's not and you have a, a judge or th- usually a three panel judge, then they do that. Some some contests give both. They'll give the People's Choice right. Award and they'll give the actual blue ribbon from a panel of judges. So right. So let's get back. All to I know your is show. I leave without any chili. Okay. <laughs> well, it would. I think that says a lot about your chili, hey? right? <laughs> so yeah, I. In, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm I'm agreeing with you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In terms of rock on radio, can you share with our listeners a couple of kind of adventures that you had on the show, or or some some something that sort of stands out in your mind that would be of interest to our listeners? A story maybe about one of the guests that was on air, or or something about the the show itself, or even about you. Well, my my guests, I, I have been very fortunate in almost 10 years. I've really only had several, and I literally mean several, three, maybe four people at the most who, let's say, probably should have practiced a little more before they came on the radio program. Uh, but I believe everybody deserves a chance, Joanne. I, I think if you're gutsy enough to put yourself out there and play music, then you deserve to be heard. And right. I totally I, I I never turn anybody away. I rarely ever say no to somebody unless I'm already booked on that date because I feel everybody needs... That's the whole reason the program exists. Uh, I had one guy who was so excited when he came on the program he asked for autographs from myself and my co-host and all kinds of things, and and uh, 
he wanted to come back on two weeks later, and I told him, I'm sorry, I have a no-repeat policy. Uh, and he went over my head and called the station, and they said, well, we're sorry, that's Danny's decision. And then he threatened to sue me and everything else, and I was like, oh, okay, wow. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Because you wouldn't have him on a second time? Yes. Yes, and if I if the station re-aired the program, then he was going to sue me. I got a cease and desist letter. Okay, pal, whatever. <laughs> Have a nice. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, what do you do with somebody? I say, okay, that's fine. Thank you. Uh, I've had. Well, uh, I once had yeah, somebody. I, I once had somebody. Now, when I usually send out people a questionnaire and, and get get a lot of information and, and so forth. But I once had somebody that actually sent me a script. This is what you ask me. This is what I say. Then after I say this, this is what you say to me. And I said to this person, I'm sorry, I don't run my show like that. I mean, you, um, I love your talking points and your questions, but don't I'm, – I'm not going to – follow a script that you're that you've created for the show i thought that was a little bit beyond the scope <laughs> of the guest honestly you're right i get that i have not often but there are people who come on and say okay i'm going to talk about this 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 and this and i say no you're going to talk about what i ask you and then they <laughs> kind of get taken aback i say you don't have to come on the program it's up to you but i don't script or rehearse my program it's conversational so, yeah, that's uh, that's the thing, you know. It's uh, it's tough dealing with egos. It really is at times. But I've been very fortunate where I've I've made a lot of good friends, and I've made a lot of good bandmates, and I've come across some very incredible people. Uh, I've gotten to jam with people where I've met people like Bruce Springsteen and others have been in the you know. I talk to people now, Joanne, that I only dreamed of seeing in concert when I was a kid, and now I'm on the phone <laughs> with them, and sometimes it's just like, pinch me. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I get it. I, I totally understand that. So That's wonderful. So this show, as you know, is called Power Your Life. What can you give our listeners as a takeaway in terms of your life, in terms of what you do with your with your shows, with with your career with and and seeing so many people and and interacting with so many musicians what takeaway can you give our listeners about powering their life and what they need to do for themselves don't don't ever give up and i mean don't ever give up do not accommodate other people at the expense of your dreams. And I don't mean be a jerk or be nasty or, or put yourself first like some crazy narcissist. What I mean is set your boundaries. If there's something you want, go for it. My whole life, I accommodated other people's wishes until my back injury, and I realized I'm not getting any younger. Go for it. It's now or never. And for the last 10 years, I have been incredibly happy because I realized that I matter too. It's not what other people do to us, but it's our reaction to that that matters the most. And if you continue to be defeated rather than determined, 
you're never going to get the things you want out of life. I really think that you have to go for it, do the things that make you happy, be respectful of others, be respectful of others' time and how they treat you, appreciate every day, appreciate the people who helped you get to the point where you are and when you were down. And trust me, Joanne, I was down for about 15 years. I've only recently begun to see the light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not a train. So, you know, just be respectful of others and do what you need to do to make yourself happy. You know, I think that's so important, and we all have times in our lives when we're down, sometimes longer than others. I know those particular times for me during injuries and whatever have actually been turning points because, like you, I've had, I had to leave a particular career to do something else, and yet that's really where my heart and where I was supposed to be. But sometimes you don't know that when you get started, and then oftentimes a, tr- a challenge or a tragedy shifts you around like something happened with you, and you're happy and you're on a whole different wavelength and you're doing something that really satisfies your heart, your soul, and it's also bringing in a lot of people and connecting with a lot of people and helping a lot of people too. So that's a beautiful thing. And I love what you're doing. We are almost out of time. Tell people, you mentioned a little bit about how they could get a hold of you and your website and YouTube. Tell our listeners again, Danny, so that they don't forget. Everything they need to know about me is on my website, which is Danny Coleman's Rock on Radio dot com or D C R O R dot com is the quick link. And my email is there, which is Rock on Radio fourteen sixty at hotmail dot com. Uh my email is there, my Facebook links, my Twitter, my Instagram which are both at Rock On Radio, all one word, all capital letters. You can follow me there. And I do handle my own accounts. I do respond. I do talk. I do answer. Sometimes it may take me a day or two, but I do get back to everyone who reaches out to me personally. You know, I think that's important, too, that personal touch does really make a difference in in the connection with people and really helps you and helps them. Well, Anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we close? Well, I want to say thank you, Joanne, for for allowing me to be part of your program and your world for the last half hour or so. I think it's fantastic, and I appreciate you for doing so. I appreciate anybody who's listening to this, and I wish everybody much love and success in no matter what they do. And above all, Joanne, rock on. Yes, rock on. And, Danny, it's been a pleasure, and I love what you're doing, and I love your mindset, which is really important. You you seem to have a lot of positivity despite the challenges, which is so hopeful for a lot of people who have been struggling and know that, wow, look at how he turned his life around, and look what he's doing, and he's, and he, he's loving what he's doing, and it's making a lot of people happy. I could do something like that, too. So to me, that's always a blessing. Thanks so much, Danny, and have a beautiful day and beautiful evening. You too, Joanne. Thank you very much. My pleasure. 
So, folks, remember what Danny said. Oftentimes the challenges that we have don't have to hold you back. They can actually help you make another decision about your life and do something else that maybe that's something that you were supposed to do in the first place. And think about that for your own life, too. As I said earlier, this is called Power Your Life, and we are in charge. Even if you have a challenge or a mishap or or an unfortunate situation or something happens, as Danny said, it's not necessarily the event or the other person. It's really how you respond or react to a situation that makes all the difference. So respond to situations and, and actions and events in your life with a sense of personal power and personal worth because, as Danny said, and I totally agree, you are worth it, you are important, and you count. Thanks so much for joining us, and have a beautiful day, beautiful evening, wherever you are. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come. I'm NBC10 Boston Chief Meteorologist Matt Noyce, here to tell you about First Alert Weather. First Alert Weather is your very first heads up that the weather is changing and you need to know about it. When we issue a First Alert on air, online, and on your phone, we're letting you know that the weather is going to impact your life. It could be snow, ice, rain, or all three. You'll know when it's coming and where it's heading. It's a forecast you can trust and rely upon every day. Be first to know. First Alert Weather, only on NBC10 Boston. I'm NBC10 Boston Chief Meteorologist Matt Noyce, here to tell you about First Alert Weather. First Alert Weather is your very first heads up that the weather is changing and you need to know about it. When we issue a First Alert on air, online, and on your phone, we're letting you know that the weather is going to impact your life. It could be snow, ice, rain, or all three. You'll know when it's coming and where it's heading. It's a forecast you can trust and rely upon every day. Be first to know. First Alert Weather, only on NBC10 Boston.